It's been said that every quilt tells a story, and it's so true. But I also believe every quilter has a story to tell. I wanted to hear about the people behind these wonderful quilts and thought you'd enjoy hearing about their lives also. Welcome to A Quilter's Life. A few weeks ago, Cynthia Hall had to postpone the interview we had scheduled due to COVID being an unwanted guest in her home. I'm so happy she is recovering and getting stronger every day. She's a long armor that sees the beauty in art in others' quilts. As her tagline is, let me finish your masterpiece. I get to visit with Cynthia. Cynthia, thanks for being on A Quilter's Life. Thank you for having me, Paula. I've looked forward to this for a couple weeks now. I'm so glad you were able to reschedule with me. This is great. I'm very glad to be here, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's jump in. Where were you born and raised? I was actually born in Marietta, Ohio, but I have lived in St. Mary's all my life. I married my best friend and my biggest supporter like 34 years ago. And we have two great kids, and now I have three grandchildren. Fun. And you get to watch those grandkids? I get to watch one pretty often, and the other two come and visit. So it's really great. Nice. It is great. (laughs) (laughs) I can understand why when I was a young married person, they always told me that, you wait, you have those grandkids. You'll just think that's just great. And now I understand. (laughs) (laughs) They're a lot of fun. They are. Can you share a special childhood memory? I have several childhood memories, and most of them are with my cousins. My mom and my aunt were very close, and she had four kids, and I had my brother and I. We all grew up together, and I can remember us going to the, all six of us, we called us the Six Musketeers. I can remember (laughs) us going to the movies. It was like, oh my gosh, you know, mom and my aunt would be like, now you guys all behave, you know, this one's in charge, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I can also remember going to my grandma's and us all being there. And I can remember a couple times my aunt had to take a switch down and I ran because, you know, we weren't going to have any part of that. So, (laughs) but most of my childhood memories are with them because we spent a lot of time together and we're all still very close now. So it was a lot of fun. Neat. So you're still able to get together with them, even as adults? Yep. Actually, the girls and I, there were three of them, girls and then one boy. So we actually have a text that we run all the time, and we call it the sister link. And we just chat about our day, about our grandkids, about what's going on, so on and so forth. So yes, we get together quite often. What a neat idea to have that text going. It's so much fun. It really is. Tell me about your employment. I recently retired. Well, a couple years ago, I worked actually for the Department of Corrections. I worked as an office assistant there. And a couple years ago, my husband was actually offered a job in Arizona and we thought we were moving. Well, the job fell through, but I had already made plans to retire. So I went ahead and retired. And that's when I started my quilting business. Oh, neat. We'll get into that in a little bit here. Okay. So you mentioned 
you were born in Marietta, but you live in St. Mary's. You grew up in St. Mary's and you live there still? Yes, I do. I've lived here all my life. Unlike other people, I haven't lived in several different houses. I lived when my husband and I got married. We actually lived in my childhood house. And then probably almost 20 years ago now, we moved into, we actually bought his family's farm and we built a brand new house and we live on his family farm now. So we went from one childhood house to one childhood farm. (laughs) That is so neat. Yeah, it is. It's very neat. I just love that you are on family land. Yeah, it is just so cool. It is. It really is. Besides quilting, what other crafts do you do or have you done? Over the years, I've done cross-stitching. I still do some hand embroidery. I don't do a whole lot of cross-stitching. My eyes were getting too bad to do that. I also make the paper wreaths. I dabble in a little bit of everything. One year, my daughter and I, we made a slew of different candles and different scents and stuff like that. And that was fun, but Cynthia doesn't do well with big scents and stuff. So it didn't work too well with her allergies. So, but it was still fun because I got to spend that time with her, but I do a little bit of everything. There's not anything that I won't try. (laughs) (laughs) Besides crafts, are there other hobbies that you have? Yes. In the spring, I become the garden queen. I do a vegetable garden and I also have a flower garden. I've been told a couple different times by my husband that it's like a funeral home, as many flowers as I have, but I absolutely love it. It's my spring stress reliever, you know, after you get through the winter and then you start your spring stuff. So that is my stress reliever. Spring is my favorite time of the year because I get to plant, I get to play in the dirt. I love it. Nate, do you have a favorite flower or bush that you have in your yard? I love roses. When I lived in my childhood house, I had a big rose garden. That soil down there was a lot better than it is here. And I have not been able to have as many roses as I like here. But the roses are beautiful. I love the roses. This year, I actually, my mother-in-law, she always planted geraniums. And so this year, I thought, I'm going to give it a try again. And I really liked them this year. They were beautiful. I had pink ones, and they were just beautiful with the different flowers that I put with them. It really turned out really nice. As far as a favorite, favorite, the rose would have to be my favorite. Yeah. Tell me who introduced you to quilting? Well, as a 4-H'er, I took the sewing projects and I had a lady that lived out the road from us. She helped me with those projects and we got through those, but you know, it never really stuck to me. Then as a young mother, I thought, ah, you know, I'm going to make my kids clothes. I'm going to make doll clothes for the little girls' dolls. I'm going to do all that kind of stuff. Never stuck with me. Well, about 15 years ago, I went to work at a medical office. And one of the nurses there, she was a quilter. Well, she brought stuff in and was showing me all of her different projects and all this stuff. Well, I loved every single part about it that she was showing me. And then she'd bring me books and she'd say, now, see, this is how you do and blah, blah, blah. So we would spend our lunchtime talking about quilting and I was hooked. (laughs) And so I began building 
she called it her fabric stash was actually her retirement project. <laughs> so that's what I always referred to it as. So I started building my retirement projects. And then eventually I went and I bought, she helped me pick out another sewing machine because the one I had was ancient and really old. So we picked out a better sewing machine and I was hooked and I've taken maybe one sewing quilting class over the years. And that's just about, about it. Actually, anything I've learned, I've basically learned on my own hmm. or somebody has taught me. I do better learning it myself. So, yeah. Describe your favorite quilt or quilt pattern. My favorite quilt is probably the one that's actually on my bed right now. It's a Dresden plate. I designed the quilt. I took several different pieces of different quilts and I made the quilt that's on my bed. It has a 24-inch Dresden plate in the middle of it. And then it has four Dresden plates on each corner. It's a king-size quilt. It was the first custom quilt, I'm going to call, that I long-armed on my old Nalting long armor. It's huge. My husband and I, we would, I would do something different to it. We'd bring it up here and we'd throw it on the bed. And then we'd decide, okay, this needs to be a little bit bigger, Cynthia. So I'd go back down. I'd add a border or something else to it. Then we'd bring it back up. <laughs> you know, back and forth we went. It was a lot of fun. So it's my favorite quilt. It's still on my bed. It's been on my bed for oh, four years now. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's actually the only quilt that I actually made for myself up until this year. This year, I actually didn't make another quilt for myself. And it's a huge quilt for me to have. I made it for like a lap quilt, but it ended up being about a queen size quilt. So wow. yeah, I'm not going to get much use out of it for a lap quilt. But this quilt's still on my bed, and I hope one day to make another one. I've picked a pattern out. I bought the fabric. I just haven't got to make another one yet for myself. So maybe one day. Yeah. What colors do you normally like to make your quilts in? If it's for me, it's usually purple and green. <laughs> Those are my favorite. <laughs> but as far as for somebody else, if I'm making it for a family member, which is usually who I make my quilts for as family. I usually have them pick out what they want. My daughter, I've made her a couple quilts. She's picked out the colors that she wants. And the grandkids, of course, I usually pick that stuff out. But, you know, usually mom will say, well, I need them to be, you know, something of this color, blah, blah, blah. They're very young kids, so they don't have, you know, a lot of I'm not going to say choices, but that's what it is that they get to choose. So <laughs> yeah, that will come later, right? Yeah, that will come later. They'll get to choose. The oldest is three and, you know, she's getting to that point. How about a favorite tool when you're quilting? Well, my favorite tool is the one that everybody loves but hates is the seam ripper. Mm -hmm. Some days it just feels like that thing is glued to my hand and... Other days, I have to search for it to find it. I have like 15 of them laying down there. And some days it's like, oh my gosh, I got to find that. I've got to find that. <laughs> and then other days it's like, I don't even need it today. <laughs> so It's just one of those things. But yeah, the seam ripper would have to be my favorite. It's something everybody needs to have. Yes, and lots of them. <laughs> 
You need them on every station, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and not carry it off. That's the big thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm always, I know I had it right here. Where did it go? Mm-hmm. I do that all the time. Yeah. What is your favorite part of the process? I have a couple favorites. I really like to design the quilt or picking out the quilt pattern. Then I like picking out the fabric and then probably piecing. Those are my three favorite things. It makes it so much more fun. If you're building a quilt for somebody you know, it's so much more fun to pick it out, pick out the pattern, pick out the fabric, and then starting the piecing process. I just like to see what it's going to look like when it's done. I mean, it seems like I can see that vision. My daughter-in-law says, you can see that vision. I just can't see it, you know, <laughs> and, and I'm just like, I know, I'm sorry, but I can see it. But that's my favorite part. The worst favorite part is the binding. I absolutely despise that. So oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, I hate binding. Oh, people I hate seem binding. to either love it or hate it. I despise it. <laughs> And I'm not very good at it. And I think that's why. And and I did have one of the ladies from my quilters guild. She came out and she worked with me for a couple hours one day. And she worked with me trying to help me get it figured out. And so I am a tiny, tiny bit better. And I still hate it, but I'm still a tiny bit better. But I don't get to practice it very much. Now for the fun question. Tell me about your worst quilting experience. Probably the worst quilting experience I had was I just bought my Innova long armor, just put my very first quilt on there, and I was quilting it, and it just didn't go well at all. I was just flabbergasted. I just didn't know what to do. So my husband came down, and we pulled that quilt apart and he took one end, I took the other end and we just basically took the whole thing apart and we put it back on and quilted it. And when I called the lady to tell her that her quilt was done, she came and we showed her everything that was wrong with it, Jerry and I both did. And she said, it'll be fine. And I said, but, but, and she said, Cynthia, it is fine. She said, this quilt is not going to Baduka. She said, this is a quilt that I'm going to put on my such and such bed. She says, it will be fine. And, you know, I'm feeling really guilty and I'm just like, you know, and she's just like, it will be fine. Well, that lady brought me several quilts after that and we never had that problem again, (laughs) but it was just the very first one. And I guess I was just nervous. I'd had training, but it just was one of those things. And I truly do believe that if you're making a quilt at the very beginning and you're having issues, you're going to have issues all the way through with this quilt. I mean, I truly do believe that, but there are some quilts that, you know, you just want to get out the door and there's other quilts that you never want to leave because, you know, everything's went so well with it. It's just something I do believe. Huh? Yeah. There's some that take me longer than others, I guess. Just have so many issues. (laughs) (laughs) Now, my question on why do you make quilts, it's a little more than that in that why would you make a quilt instead of doing another craft? The quilt is more of a stress reliever for me, just like my gardening outside. 
once I start the piecing and get everything cut out, that's the part that helps relieve some of the stress. If I've had a really bad day or whatever, that helps relieve that stress for me. Like I said before, though, if it's an issue quilt, it just adds to my stress. But <laughs> And not- everybody hears about how much stress it is, you know, because, you know, everybody knows. But anyway, there is a lot of times that I'll say, well, I'm going down to work on a quilt. And, you know, that is part of my stress relief. So mm-hmm. it's so much fun watching it come together. Yeah, it is. Now, you mentioned that you make quilts for your family, and I know you have a business, so you quilt for other people. Do you make quilts for anybody else? I have people that will ask me to make quilts for them as a customer, but I do make quilts for other people, too. Lots of times it's just, you know, not for a customer. It's just mostly for family and friends, but I do make customer quilts from, I call it from scratch quilt. Hmm. Tell me about what you're working on right now. A lady brought me, in September, brought me three different quilts to do. She brought me t-shirts that were her mother's that she wanted put into a quilt. She also brought me, which is something I really love, she brought old quilts to me. And the first old quilt was a quilt that her mother, I believe it's her mother, had already pieced it together. It was machine sewn and it was actually hand sewn, both. It was made out of clothing, which is so cool to me because you get to see when you're looking at this quilt, you think about they wore this shirt, you know, you can tell that they did, you know, they, this may have been a nightgown. This may have been somebody's shirt, blah, blah, blah. And that is something that's so fun to me. I have finished it. It's got the binding on it. And then she also brought me a quilt that was a carpenter star and it was several carpenter stars and it wasn't in very good shape and it was actually hand sewn also. And I'm actually taking the best carpenter star out and I'm actually making a wall hanging out of it. I believe it's a present for somebody. So I'm hoping I can get it done before Christmas. And then I also do machine embroidery. And I'm working on some things for the little people in my life for Christmas. That's so neat. Mm-hmm. Describe your sewing area. My sewing area is, well, it was my husband's man cave, but it is now my sewing area. It is my basement. I have a long arm machine, a sewing machine, and I actually use a pool table as my cutting table. (laughs) (laughs) He slowly is losing more and more of his man cave. (laughs) Pretty soon his couch is going to be right up against the TV. So (laughs) I keep trying not to, but it's just not working out. (laughs) So you can be sewing down there while he's watching the program, right? Nah, if I'm sewing, he's not down there. I have two cats that follow, well, one especially cat that follows me everywhere I go. So, no, he won't be down there. (laughs) I have my own supervisor down there, so (laughs) I don't need to. (laughs) Share a tip with me. 
not every quilt is perfect. I did take one quilting sewing class and the lady told me I took my, my stuff back. I hadn't been sewing very long. We had to do a block. You did one block every week or something. And she was just trying to teach me how to sew. I took it in and I said, you know, my points don't match. This doesn't match. This doesn't look right. This is crooked, blah, blah, blah. And she looked at me and she said, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize you were taking this down to Paducah this week. Well, at that time, I didn't know what Paducah is. I do know what Paducah (laughs) is now. And I'm just looking at her and she said, Cynthia, this is going on somebody's bed. This is going on somebody's couch. Somebody's going to love this quilt no matter what. They're not going to see all those mistakes. You're the only one that's going to see those mistakes. You know, this is supposed to be fun. I truly do believe that. This is supposed to be fun. That's why you do hobbies is to have something to be fun, not to stress yourself out about it. Mm-hmm. Love that answer. Thank you. Okay, let's talk about your business I saw it listed as Oh So Cynthia. Yes, ma'am. That is cute. My daughter came up with that name. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to ask, how did you come up with it? Well, my daughter is a marketing person, and she came up with that name. So when we were trying to figure out a name for it, she came up with that name. That is neat. Mm -hmm. Tell me about how you went from having quilting as a hobby to deciding to have it as a business? Well, like I said, in 2000, I bought my machine in 2017. And that winter, close to winter, December, my husband was offered the job in Arizona. We were going to move. So I decided to retire. Well, when we didn't end up going to Arizona, I went ahead and retired. And then I came home full time. So that's when I decided that I'm going to just have my business be full time. And that's when I started advertising and getting a few quilts here and there and working from home, doing that all the time. I love how your website says, let me help you finish your masterpiece. Yes, that was my daughter too. (laughs) (laughs) My friend, the nurse that was in the doctor's office with me, that was our plan for many years was to retire from our jobs and sew and quilt all that, you know, full time. I got to do that for about a year. And then I had a little boy come along that needed to be babysat once in a while. So I still do it pretty often, though. Neat. Well, tell me, what else does Oso Cynthia offer? I make T-shirt quilts for customers. I can also make a from scratch quilt where you tell me what you want. You pick out your design. If you have a design in mind, you can even pick out your fabric. Also your quilt together, quilt it. And you have a brand new quilt. I do some baby quilts that way. I also offer machine embroidery. I have a Janome 500E that I use for my machine embroidery. I've only had it about a year. I'm not really good at it yet. Just mostly do stuff for the grandkids. I've had Some people ask me to do some stuff for them. I do baseballs. I machine embroidery baseballs. I do some for players on different baseball teams. And I also do a keepsake baseball that has like when a baby's born, it'll have the birth date, time, weight, that kind of stuff on it. So, and I also do softballs. Well, I'm intrigued. How do you sew on a baseball? 
you actually take the baseball apart and it comes out with two tongues, I'm going to call them, and you embroidery on the two tongues, what you want on there, and then you actually lace and sew the baseball back up. Okay. It's really cool. <laughs> it's really a, it's really a cool process, and it looks really good when it's done. Yeah. I would love to do a basketball. I haven't got the nerve yet to do it. I need to just do one and just be done with it. But the basketball, they say, is really cool to do. But I've never done it yet. I have to see if my hoop's big enough for that. Oh, neat. Tell me where we can find your business. My business is actually on Facebook under Oso Cynthia. And I also have a website under Oso Cynthia. You can also follow me on Instagram. And I want to make sure people know that that Oso Cynthia So is S E W. Yes, S E W. I happen to see on your website, do you do a lot of applique? I do. That's my favorite thing. (laughs) That's one of my favorite things. My grandson, I did some applique for him for his nursery. My granddaughter, I love to do applique. That's one of my favorite things to do. They're really cute. No, yeah, I love to do those. Yeah. Yeah. With my machine embroidery, I'm appliquing a winter scene. So it's Christmassy. I'm anxious to see how it turned out. I also just did a car mat for my grandson so he can run his cars on when he gets just a little bit bigger. And it's applique going too. Wow. Yeah. We'll have a ball, I hope. (laughs) I said, I hope I just get a hug for it. And my husband said, You'll have to give him puffs to get the hug. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He's only 11 months. Yeah. Is there anything else you would like to share with me? I don't think so. I've had a great time today. I'm glad you contacted me and got a hold of me. Well, this was fun. I was so glad that you agreed to be interviewed. Yes, I appreciate that. I appreciate you getting a hold of me. I really do. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. You have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. I'm so glad you joined me for this episode of A Quilter's Life. You can find more stories on aquilterslife.com or subscribe on your favorite podcast player so each episode will be downloaded automatically. If you're enjoying this podcast, would you consider leaving a review as it helps others to find the show? Also, I want to hear about you and your wonderful quilts. Please contact me, Paula Chamberlain, through the website or a Quilters Life Facebook group to set up an interview. And as always, thanks for listening.